Hey, I'm Jesse. Today, we're going to finish the book of 2 Timothy. We're moving verse by verse through this thing when you combine our sermons and our curriculum and these devotions. And today we finish this incredibly important book. Here's 2 Timothy chapter 4, beginning in verse 19. Greet Prissa and Aquila and the household of Onesiphorus. Erastus has remained at Corinth. I left Trophimus sick at Miletus. Make every effort to come before winter. Eubulus greets you, as do Pudens, Linus, Claudia, and all the brothers and sisters. The Lord be with your spirit. Grace be with you all. And there it is. The final words inspired by the Holy Spirit through Paul as recorded in Scripture. There are other books that come after this, like Titus, our next book, and Philemon, but this was the final book that was inspired to Paul, chronologically speaking. So in verse 19, we see Prissa and Aquila. This is a, this is a, a nickname for Priscilla, and Aquila is a man. We know that Aquila is a man, and that usually when you speak English, you might think that a name, or Spanish, and you see a name ending in A, or Italian, you see a name ending in A, you might think that's a, uh, that's a woman. It's not. Uh, Aquila is a man listed as, as as the husband of Priscilla in the book of Acts. We see look at Acts chapter 18. We see that these were these were fellow tent makers and they did ministry alongside with Paul. They also get a shout out in Romans chapter 16. So greet them and the household of Onesiphorus. We've seen Onesiphorus before in this book. All right, this is cool because he gets a shout out at the end and he gets this really beautiful commendation at the beginning. If you weren't with us for this sermon on, on 2 Timothy, here's the shout out that he gives to Onesiphorus earlier on in the book. May the Lord grant mercy to the household of Onesiphorus because he often refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chains. On the contrary, when he was in Rome, he diligently searched for me and found me. May the Lord grant that he obtained mercy from him on that day. You know very well how much he ministered at Ephesus. So in a, in a town of Rome, wherein uh, everybody else is abandoning Paul. Alexander the coppersmith did great harm to Paul at his first, his, his, uh, his what is it, prima actio, like his, his, his first defense. Everybody else abandoned Paul, uh, but Onesiphorus is different. Onesiphorus has sought him out. He's not ashamed to be associated with Paul in this dark place. Neither are, evidently, uh, neither are, Eubulus or Pudens or Linus or Claudius or all the other brothers and sisters. So it sounds pretty bleak at the end of Paul's ministry. He's got some scars on his heart. He's been abandoned by a lot of people, but he's not completely alone. Don't judge a pastor's effectiveness based on the number of people who are around him. Because Paul the Apostle looked like, uh, looked like a thoroughly condemned and abandoned criminal at the end of his days. And he, you know, he'd lived in a rented house for a couple of years. He did what ministry that he could, but ultimately he would be, uh, even after his house arrest, he would be put to death. He's writing to Paul from Mamertine prison, this hole in the ground uh, in the streets of Rome. And, but he's still got friends. He's still got Onesiphorus. He, he still has friends here, even in Rome, like Eubulus and Pudens and Linus and Claudia. Like we alluded to yesterday, those are very Greek names, aren't they? These are Gentile names, they're not Hebrew names. It's so cool when you look at the shout outs in Paul's ministry, how he evidently fulfilled what God called him to do. He's evidently reaching the Gentiles because all these people that are give, he's giving shout outs to, they're all Gentile. They have Gentile names. If I can judge their ethnicity based on their, based on their name, it sounds like they're Greeks because he's, they're all giving shout outs and they all love Timothy. Uh, even Timothy, by the way, is, is half Greek. 
So greet Priscilla and Aquila, the household of Onesiphorus. Erastus has remained at Corinth. Okay, we saw we saw this. Go back and look at our series if you haven't yet. Into the fray and the God of all comfort that takes you verse by verse through First Corinthians and Second Corinthians. That's where Erastus is now taking over. I left Trophimus sick at Miletus. All right, uh, these these uh, this guy this guy Trophimus. He's from Asia. Uh, he's from. He's actually. He's, uh, he's local to where where Timothy does ministry, where he's he's actually carrying out ministry here in in Ephesus. And according to Acts chapter twenty verse four, he had been with Paul from Greece to Troas. The city of Miletus is uh, is in is, is a seaport in the province of of Lycia, is what Dr. MacArthur says, located thirty miles south of Ephesus. So he's not too far away. Uh, these names, uh, Eubulus and Pudens and, and Linus. Uh, they're probably they're probably from they're probably from Italy. Uh, Claudia is someone that we've uh, is someone that we've, we've we've she's a believer and she's a close friend. But this is all that we know about her <laughs> is that she just she just sends uh, she just sends love along with all the brothers and sisters to Timothy. It's a really cool way to wrap up the text because there are stories behind the names Priscilla and Aquila and Onesiphorus. Uh, it's really amazing to see how they all kind of come together in Paul's final shout out. Not everybody has abandoned Paul. He still has friends, even in his last days. Uh, the final word, the Lord be with your spirit. There's no reason to interpret this differently from his usual uh, usual closing uh, cl closings, but like to say the Lord be with your spirit is specific. If you interpret the word spirit, right, pneuma, uh, it's, it's different from suke, soul. It's different. Um, it's different from, you know, cardia, your heart. To say that it's it, the Lord be with your spirit, it's like in his last days, Paul just wanted Timothy to be in good spirits, that he wanted him to be happy. He's, he's, he has a tremendous difficulty ahead of him. May the Lord be with your spirit. May the Lord be with your spirit. Uh, you know, Paul's writing from a, from uh, running from death row here to his beloved protege, who's dealing with some serious false teachings cropping up throughout the church at Ephesus. So may the Lord be with Timothy's spirit. Amen. May the Lord be with your spirit. As you deal with difficulty, you're facing false teachings on all corners and, and man, it, it can be really hard to deal with. May the Lord be with your spirit, protect you from anxiety, to protect you from depression. I know what that's like. The Lord be with your spirit. Grace be with you all. Grace wraps everything up, doesn't it? Grace just binds all of it together. It's what we need more than anything because we've all messed up. The Lord be with your spirit. Grace be with you all. That's how Paul ended his letter to Timothy. That's how we'll end this devotion. Tomorrow, we'll have our first sermon in the book of Titus.